0: NUCLEAR LAUNCH
1: DETECTED. At the end of World War II, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Vanguard on an unsuspecting population prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful humorous commentary, in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of The Vanguard Magnitude. Vanguard- 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 if you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to The M-Team. For the listeners,
2: is episode 134 of Channel Massive. And our special guest tonight comes from the past, the misty past.
0: Straight out of the darkest depths.
2: <laughs> Mini moons have passed. I miss the smell of your flesh, Mark. I, I love you. My life for you. Come, come, come
1: closer.
0: I am, I am closer. Thanks for having me. (laughs) It's barricosa. So
2: we've assembled your Channel Massive E3 team, plus Jason. An all-star panel. It's (laughs) It's like Nintendogs, plus cats. Jason, <laughs> that's
0: Jason. Yes, Jason will be taking the role of Grand Inquisitor this evening. Yes, there's many probing questions to Sinjer. To <laughs> yes, you will answer my questions. He's <laughs> <laughs> going Answer them all. Flowing beard,
2: mustache, plume,
1: Here, put your nipples in these and answer these questions.
3: No, Eric, don't. <laughs> I'm doing it.
2: All in.
3: <laughs>
2: so in this show, we are going to tell you what we've been playing, if anything. Where we've been playing it. Yes, Jason will probably have a much more interesting tale for us than that. And we have a, a strange supplicating
0: mailbag <laughs> section. Oh yeah, just go ahead. Blow it all. Blow the surprise. But <laughs> well, that's not all. And an E3 discussion
2: round table. We have compiled the most important lists. And then, of course, there's Grand Inquisitor Jason. To you will answer my questions. Yes, to add to all of those things. If you have any feedback on this show or any feedback on Jason's new daily show, which is totally kick-ass, send it to mail. Yeah, M-A-I-L. mail. Yes, at channelmassive.com. Also, there's still tons of Twitter action going on since E3. Hot Twitter. Hot steaming twitter action multiple people all fondling her twitter account
3: yeah wait a second did you see did you guys see what happened as soon as jason came back and asked one goddamn question i post my opinions and the things that i love for months and what gets nothing nobody says anything but as soon as jason asks about fucking easy mode everyone's like i like you
0: it's yeah. magic.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I think it's because I just piss people off when I ask questions like that.
3: You challenged me. I politely answered all your questions, you goddamn whore.
2: Maybe, Eric, you've been on easy mode on Twitter.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Eric's easy mode on Twitter. Fudge nugget. Twitter.com slash Channel Massive. See all the drama there. We're also, you should follow
0: us. We're also on Facebook. That's right. Facebook.com slash
3: Channel Massive. Or something. Posted up all those E3 pictures for you guys.
0: Yeah, I True. saw those. Those are very nice. We'll be going back in time and getting on MySpace at some point. And then after that, we're going to look <laughs> at some of the BBSs up. Yeah, we're going to get a bulletin board system going and maybe <laughs> some gopher action.
3: As long as we have one of those big, huge, unreadable, like, sparkly pages. And it'll flash. That has, like, a bunch yeah. of
1: animated GIFs on it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool.
3: They pretty much just them. have the lines have the lines of the matrix going down it. You really want to read what they say, but you can't see shit.
0: That's our plan. Yeah. I like that design. Let's do it. All this and more in episode 134
1: of Channel Massive.
3: This episode of Channel Massive is sponsored by
0: UGT Servers. When you order Ventrilo hosting from UGT, you get all of the powerful administration features hardcore gamers want and the ease of use that newbie gamers need. With 24-hour tech support, 13 locations worldwide, and a 15-day money-back guarantee, you'd be crazy not to check them out. Head to UGT-Servers.com for all of your Ventrilo hosting needs. Shall we, shall we jump into the what we've been playing segment? Sure. Yeah.
2: We are in it. We're oh. In it now. <laughs> you know, well. It's so organic. We just float into it.
0: That was natural. Like a creek. A, like, a, like a beaver dam. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what have you been playing, Eric?
3: Me? Yeah, you, Eric. Oh, well. well I, I got my handy dandy uh, raptor. Thing you do up here, so I just have them all in order. So I'm going to go backwards in time. First things first: Transformers War for Cybertron. Uh, I'm am a huge Transformers nut. Yeah, I read and, that's uh, gotten really good reviews. It surprised me. Yep, because it doesn't suck, which is pretty amazing. <laughs> that always so, helps. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, it's it's like I don't know. It's just it's like any video game, movie, or or comic book movie. It's it's not perfect, um, but it definitely it's definitely playable and enjoyable. You don't have to worry about you know rehashing a shitty ass movie like the other the other two like video games they had were based on the movies, and they were just these barely game kind of things. And the big thing that people don't realize with the Transformers game is like the biggest problem is figuring out how to make transforming useful. Like in, in every single Transformers game that I've ever played, transforming there there's no there's no real gameplay bonus for doing it. Like it, it makes sense, yeah, you could transform into a robot and and then uh, you know, drive around, right? But they would have just like set driving sections where you just drive down the street and then transform and start shooting shit. And just it didn't make sense. In this game, it's fantastic. The level design promotes you know, speeding up and going down a lane Transforming is a treat. Like you feel badass every time you do it. Um, I'd have to say the multiplayer is, is is stronger than the the single player. But the really cool thing about the single player is it's up to three people, um, you know, co-op online. So um, nice. that makes it that makes it a lot more interesting. Um, I'm gonna review it. So I'm working on the game with my friend. We're co-oping the thing, and then I'm playing a crap ton of multiplayer. And as soon as we get that done. Get get something up. I don't know if it's going to be an audio podcast or a write up, but
2: cool,
1: cool man. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Yeah,
3: and then Dungeon Fighter Online. Holy crap! I know, I know. Mark's going to have something to say about this one. Um, <coughs> yeah, I've um, you know I came back from E three, um, wanting to try it out again. I'd played it during closed beta, open beta. And it just kind of fell off my radar. Uh, I thought it was a neat, neat idea, but I just didn't have time. Uh, I was playing a bunch of other stuff, uh, but it is a great jump in, kill some stuff for 10 minutes. You know, it feels it's a it's a you know a beat 'em up mixed with uh, an MMO, and that's that's a really good combination. So I'm having fun with that. Um, when I came back from E3, there were still a ton of sales going on on Xbox Live, like a crap ton. So I picked up. Magic the Gathering, um, the card game, you know, on Xbox Live, uh, all that was like half off. I picked up Castle Crashers, Explosion Man, um, been playing a little bit of those, uh, you know, too many games. Uh, I got Alpha Protocol uh, because I like story and options with my stories, and the gameplay is kind of broken, but <laughs> it's already, it's... It, the story is so darn good, and you, yeah, I mean the, the the strongest parts about the game are when you ha- you'll have whole missions where you don't fight. You're a spy, so you can you can completely avoid conflict if you are careful. Uh, and it has a modified version of the conversation systems from Dragon Age and the conversation systems from Mass Effect, um, and just the variations. It, it's absolutely nuts. Um, Age of Conan pretty much long enough to invite Scott to the guild and that's about it <laughs> so three minutes <laughs> yeah yeah about so um just because coming back from E3 um I really love Age of Conan but it's amazing that the Nexon games coming out have completely made me forget about it a little bit like it's they're they're that they're that good you know and that's not even talking about Terra and all the other games that we saw there um and then let's see. Oh. Um Osu Tatake Uendan. It's a, you know, a music-based rhythm game. I had fun showing that to any random person on the freaking plane that I could. Uh so I <laughs> two people, two people like uh they got on the internet on their laptops and ordered the game. Do you have the sequel? Uh, were, yeah, yeah. I should I should have showed it to you when we were there. Yeah, I need to get that still. So. But um this is it's the same a game.
2: Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's a rhythm music cheerleading. Uh, Male
3: cheerleading. cheerleading Oh, yeah. No, no. no, no. That's it is, the music is fantastic. It's just, it's really good. But I had a couple there, and I showed it to the, the couple. And these guys were like, they gave up their seats in first class for some lady or something like that. So they had two laptops. They paid for the internet, lap, uh, the internet on the plane and stuff. And they played this game. Were super excited. Went online and ordered a. a uh, extra large DS for both of them and the game. Wow! Off of yeah, off you of need a mission check. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. I wish. I wish. We're on their own
0: podcast.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, League of Legends um, tried just to poke around, just because I'm super excited to play that with you guys again, uh, because of that that Riot Games interview. Like, oh, uh, I
2: know they can't get those upgrades out soon enough.
0: Mm-mm.
3: Yeah, just just to get all of the uh, hardcore douchebags. Um, they're going to all do that tiered stuff. Yeah. And I'll be able to play with, like, the more casual people. Because, you know... <laughs> Mark, Cor, Mark is I mean, raising his <laughs>
2: hand. Mark is with his hand.
3: Suckers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because... I mean, how douchey is it for someone to get to 30 and then create another account? I mean, the only douchey thing would be that if you were playing with your friends, instead of playing that lower-level account, playing a high-level account and, and messing up the whole thing. Mark,
1: <laughs> Mark's like, smiling...
3: <laughs> that was <laughs> his way. That mm. Was
0: by design.
3: <laughs> it's great. It's great. Me and Noah will Noah will like rage quit out of the group and go and play pugs. Over doing that. He never rage quit. Like, just <laughs> like, never, I've never talked left to us any again. But
2: played.
3: No, no, no. I'm talking about we'll get done getting bashed in the face because everyone we're facing <laughs> in the match are like level like level 30, thirty and I'm like level yeah four. yeah. So we're getting our face kicked in and too nerf right i uh, oh, the true Jackass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that which doesn't kill you only makes you stronger. Uh, yes, it's character building. Yeah. So, Jason, what have you been? <laughs> Martin, awesome. not, to, not to switch <laughs> the
3: subject. Awesome.
1: Um, well, I, I think I mentioned this um, when I was uh, when I was talking about it in the Channel Massive Today Show. Uh, I've gotten to like, this nasty habit again of buying a ton of games and then playing parts of them <laughs> yes. and not finishing them. The jump door
2: solution. <laughs> the
1: thing is is that I was doing so well before. I was,
2: uh, I I was just a month ago, picking up game. Game a game. Yeah, exactly.
1: I know. I had a, pl- I had a plan. Just like the sidelines. Yeah, yeah, and just like those plans. They didn't quite work out the way you <laughs> wanted them to. So well, I was going was really good support. for a while. Yeah, <laughs> I was going really good there for a while, playing a game, finishing it all the way through On to the next game, and now I'm back into this nasty habit of uh, just getting a ton of new games and then not really getting much done in any. Well, what of did them. you get? So I got uh, a lot of good
2: stuff. It's all.
1: Well, I got Blur, um, yeah. which is that car racing. Yeah. Uh, arca- no, I like it. I think it's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, Did you play split-second? No, I haven't, but that's I'm planning on getting that. Advice. I'm such a
2: split-second fanboy. Are
1: you? <laughs> yes. So I'm planning on trying that, um, but only after I finish Oh yes, yes. some of these other games, of course. Uh, what else have I been playing? Uh, Red Dead Redemption, of course, which, you know, what what else can be said about that game that hasn't already been said? It's awesome. Probably Game of the Year. If it's not Game of the Year, then it's going to have to be a really special game to knock it off that yeah. perch. Yeah. Uh, Red Faction Gorilla. I've been playing through that, uh, and, and in fact, that's the game that I'm playing now, and I'm going to stick through it and just plow through it and finish it because I've had it for a while now, and I just figure I just need to get this done.
3: You know, Transformers just came out.
1: <laughs> don't don't do it, Eric. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fall for it. your traps.
2: <laughs> Eric's just chasing those fantasy commissions. Here. I know,
1: I know. So. Yeah, those have kind of been the the, big, the main three. Uh, of course, I always play some Rock Band too when I'm drunk or on the on the way of getting there. Um, but I'm gonna put that down, I think, uh, because should wait the when new Rock Band three comes out, I'll the probably theater. end up ditching the old guitar, getting the the pro guitar, and actually teaching myself how to play that. And you'll know the top
2: of the line guitar, not the oh yeah, two?
1: dude, you will be. Two that one? thing's awesome. Yeah, so I'll be trying that. Well, it'll be, it'll be like this weird science experiment, I think, to to see if I can
2: actually. I have a little amp you can borrow. You know, some of my co-hosts on Dota Show go. They, they were really upset when they heard it was a squire because they said the neck of the guitar is really uncomfortable.
1: Hmm. I think Mark might have a little. Uh,
0: this is the real deal right here. input here, okay. And tell, tell me if know, that we can feels uncomfortable. See that right now. No, it's an actual
3: fender strap, but it's yeah. the well, same they, thickness. They said a,
2: the frets—they were too pronounced. The, the bars.
0: They're retarded.
3: <laughs> can you, can you uh, hey Mark? Can you put it up to the mic so I can see it?
0: Yeah, let me um, <laughs>
2: put
3: it up there.
0: Um, it's very comfortable. <laughs> see, It's All out of tune. There you <he does. laughs>
1: go. Yeah, you can tell he's been really uh, working on that.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. For a while now. I think it's a lot of love that one. But yeah, that's it's retarded. It's that's like that's like when you can play like Ingve Malmsteen, then you can like um complain about the frets on the guitar being uncomfortable. <laughs>
3: Ooh, so
2: snap there. Gauntlet gun laid down.
3: Those. <laughs> <Stop>. Yeah. <laughs> even if even if they got it, all they would do is just waggle it.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> that's,
3: just like they a know don't know. that's a retarded. <laughs> what
0: complaint. have they ever done for me? <laughs> as soon as they get it, they're just uh, gonna what? shake it. Well, let me pull up Raptor like Eric did. <laughs> um, really? look, do you have a Raptor account? I do, because of Eric. Yeah. Yep. He's my everybody's yeah, on Raptor, like, like Raptor. Eric is Raptor, my spiritual Raptor. leader now.
3: You know, <laughs> it's advice, Yeah. We we had a conversation at the In and Out Burger that we ate at. Yep. Uh, and Evan Campbell of the Nintendo Joe. He he asked me the question of why I use it, and I've been thinking about that the entire time. So, okay. yeah. The it's- next time I see him, we're gonna. I'm just gonna be working that into it. Like, oh yeah, the new Zelda game, Raptor. Let me tell you why I've been thinking about this for three months. So we're gonna have some issues.
2: You're gonna to have to wait until next year because that game's not up until 2011.
0: In any case, six months. I've been playing. <laughs> it appears that I've been playing Dungeon Fighter Online with Eric and Scott, and that was pretty fun. I had a cleric. Um, Scott had like a, a female gunner, and Eric <laughs> yeah. had a fighter.
3: And that's, and that's why this is definitely based on anime, because that was to- that was totally a guy. It was but cool. it looks like a girl.
0: Oh. I guess <laughs> maybe just the way Eric played it seemed kind of feminine. Um, anyway, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Um, and I've been playing some League of Legends, um, which have, I've... What characters have you been playing as? You haven't told me about this. Um... And not following your raptor. Uh, yeah, you need to follow me. So I've been playing. Um, I've been playing as um, Olaf, the the lost oh, Viking. yeah, are
2: you, are you still
0: liking him? Yeah, he's really cool. I've been playing as the Mordecaizer, and and of course Sweet. Tristana. Um, now in the fireman costume, Which firefighter awesome. costume. So that's pretty cool. Um, I I want to try and play Morgana, but I haven't. Um, I, every time I go to do it, I chicken out. But the last time I played with Tristana, I had a something like something like twenty one zero eleven was my my wow, score. Wow! Sweet. And the other team kept trying to quit, and like one of them or two of them wouldn't let them, and they were getting so mad. They were like, "Why are we still playing?" And they started sending it on the all channel. They're like, "This is retarded. Let us just go." And they wouldn't do it, and we just <laughs> had so much fun. We, we quit trying to actually win and just started like killing them all the time. It was really fun. Oh, so brutal. Yeah. So. Anyway, that was that was good. That was a highlight. Um, and then Age of Conan. Long enough to. It says two minutes for Age of Conan. I went in and leveled up my um, Conqueror by eight levels with the offline leveling system. Gotta love system. that. So I did the dingy wingy dingy. It was pretty exciting. That's Nothing it. like power leveling. Yeah. Get some time oh,
2: for champions and Star Trek.
0: I got my Battle.net account back, but my WoW account is still locked. What happened? Well, it got it got compromised. It got hacksawed. Yeah, somebody hacked it. And you said I,
2: so many things about them Chinese
0: gold farmers that came after me. They were like, oh no, it's our time to get him out. <laughs> but anyway, that was like a that was like kind of like not a good Chinese accent. But anyway, um, <laughs> they uh, hmm. they compromised my account and they it looks like they they Aren't used you, uh, like Wow Glider or something. Position? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they used like Wow Glider or something to level my one of my characters, I guess, and got caught. And so they gave me back my Battle.net account, but my WoW account is still locked and they're still um, reviewing they investigating it. investigating it? Yeah. Well, it's because you... Um, yeah. <clears throat> you have a... You have a history. I have a dark history. <laughs> <laughs> I am God Mode <God-motivized>. Okay, anyway. You finally admitted this. This is like 100 episodes
1: later. This is making right here. Yeah. And you may... You may or may not recall the interview we supposedly had with a player called Godmodex. Mark is Godmodex. That's right. So for anybody who's ever listened that far back, well, now, I mean, it's just now he's finally admitting it.
0: It's true. Mark Glider. I was a wild glider. (laughs) I was a wild glider, and so can you. And it was fun. Uh... And I got my account I got two accounts taken away for it but I've been legitimate ever since and like never Here's the driven snow. Here <laughs> is driven like snow. A virgin. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> and then of course cruel fate had something in store for me karma karma some would say. So my 80 and 70 characters are probably... It really sucks gone if forever. you've lost those. But, hey, you are going to start over with Cataclysm anyways. I was. I was planning on leveling up a Rouge, so... Uh, I'm still debating
1: on whether I even want to bother with it. And I
0: thought I never, there was no way you were going to bother played
1: with it. Through, I never played the, the Lich King.
0: Oh, dude, that is some of the coolest content so, in, in MMO. And mind. I doubt that
1: I will go back. I mean, I, there's just too many other games out there that I want to play.
2: So I, I didn't mention this could morning t- that because of her graphics card being blown up, and she won't get a new one until, like, next mission. Like, this is a hell of a way to break my addiction to WoW. Oh,
0: poor baby. She should play LOL. She yeah. can't.
2: She can't play anything. Her computer's fried. Yeah. Well, oh,
0: okay. Oh, to break her addiction. Oh, she was playing WoW. Oh. Yeah, so
2: she was, and so now she's not allowed to do it anymore because her computer blew up.
0: No, that's sad. Well, that concludes my gaming section. What about you, and Noah? Now,
2: for the most exciting, I haven't played anything! Lawyer Yay. Games? Yeah. Yeah. Have you been editing
0: podcasts and putting up
2: content? Yeah, or? I've been writing stories and making graphics and recording podcasts and editing podcasts and doing nothing related to games.
0: Except writing about them. Yes. <laughs> I kind of so, was looking so, in through so the so window. So makes you
1: qualified to talk about games how? Yeah. Always a bridesmaid, for a bride. <laughs> <laughs> Here,
2: catch uh, this bouquet.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, video, I'll get to play a game tomorrow.
2: <laughs> awesome. Actually, that's what I'm going to do, is I'm going to make time to play tomorrow. and You have to, man, yeah.
1: or, or else you just start
2: hating. I'm a fraud.
1: Yeah, well, no, it's not even that. <laughs> it's just you just start hating, hating life. You don't want to sit there and record a podcast and, and then... You know, edit stuff, and then, and then you don't have any time for anything else. For actual gaming, which is, duh, what you, you have, have to do. Which is what got you started exactly. doing Exactly.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, hey, Noah, guess hey, what? Um, it- transfer, transfer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not back on a permanent basis, Noah. That's right. You can't do that yet. Mark Solo Cast.
0: <laughs> <Alter-head> Hi. <style. laughs> I am
1: Samuel Walter and I'm. Uh, <laughs> I fell yeah. off the roof. Don't even go
0: there. (laughs) (laughs) In any case, I think we should probably transition to my desperate plea for help. For this week's mailbag, Rather than read your mail to you, we'd rather say, please leave us a positive review on iTunes, or even an unpositive review. Something straight from the heart would be good, but we would like some reviews, preferably with five stars, even if the text is actually in <laughs> utterly, <laughs> utterly in opposition of what the review is. Five stars, and then you can call me whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that matters. Just think of five stars as how passionate you're feeling, whatever
2: you're feeling. Yeah, and is.
0: if you really don't like us, leave us like 20 reviews with 20 made-up different people, all with five stars, but then just go on and tell us how much we suck. That would yes. be great. But if you actually like the podcast and want to leave a nice review, please do. It would make us feel warm and fuzzy.
2: Mark needs affirmation.
0: Yeah. And a hug. Come I, here, Mark. I would like, and just put aster. if you put asterisks, hug asterisk in there somewhere, I'll know it's for me.
2: It's time for our E3 2010 Discussion Roundtable Slash Inquisition. Nobody expects a Spanish Inquisition, <laughs> but fortunately, that's what we've got Jason for.
0: We've we've demothballed Jason to be our inquisitor for this evening. <laughs> yes, morning. I've been
1: unthawed, kind of like Sylvester Stallone and
0: Demolition Man. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Half unthawed. You yeah. have No mobility from the waist oh, down. No. that's why I can't feel anything <laughs> yeah. in
1: my legs. <laughs> Will you yes. back into your case? Sorry about that.
3: <laughs> Should have read the that thing you signed. It'll feel, it'll feel perfectly natural. natural. Mm. It'll
2: feel beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so what we've done to prepare for this section, well, what Eric has done, and then Mark added to, right? Was that you, Mark, at the bottom?
0: That is me at the bottom. Okay.
2: We have a few sets of lists. Our top five games of show, the things that we missed that we wish we had gotten a chance to experience. And the most surprising things about E3. So we each have top five lists for those different categories. Mark and Eric occasionally overachieved in the whole top five concept. And they have six.
0: Cheers! Because we care one
2: more than Noah does. (laughs) So how about we start with our top five games of show? Best of show! Mark.
0: Nick. What was your top five games of show? Um... Star Wars The Old Republic was... Fanboy. Very cool. I was uh, I was impressed by... Was this number one or number five, Mark? Number one. Oh, right. It was very cool. That would be my number one best game. Um, next to that is DC Universe, which was a real shocker. Yeah. I was just not prepared for how smooth it was, how fast it is. It is so fast. It's like... Like as fast as Champions Online is to City of Heroes, this is to that. It's like that on crack.
1: Can you use the? Can you use like a six-axis controller on the PC for yep. that? Yeah.
3: You don't. You don't use a six-axis because Sony doesn't allow you to use that on the PC. Uh, but they said that they'd already uh, worked it out for the 360 controller.
1: Oh, they have. So that should be. problem oh, when really it's released. weird.
2: Yeah. Playing a Sony MMO. On oh, a with the a thing 360 that controller. That's
1: like one of the only six-axis controllers that's compatible with any games out there, so they kind of they were probably forced under the gun to, you know, make
0: it
2: work. So is there cross-network playing?
0: Yep, it's true. Sweet. We've witnessed it. So if
2: like, I broke down about a PS3 and got it on that, I could still play with <gasps> And you, you know what? what? Just a very... Mention Blasphemy! That. Blasphemy, it's Blasphemy actually, out of your mouth. Well, I want to play Portal Two, and I don't know if I want to play it on the PC.
0: It's actually not breaking down these days to buy a PlayStation Three. I mean, you could justify it. I wanna, yeah. Well, I want to. Yeah, there's press,
2: there's, a, there's a lot of good stuff. I do
0: want the price drop to
2: one more,
0: one more, and it'll be ready. Yes, but because there's this um, there's this really cool um, server now for playing media on a Sony PlayStation 2, Three, like streaming. You can watch anything, and it is actually is hack thing, or is it no? no really? This is what
1: you can. I've, I've seen it in action. It is so PS3. cool because
0: it'll take. Well, first off, you know you get the you get the Blu-ray player in the in the PS3, so that's like the cost of a DVD player, a decent DVD player. Well, you've already spent that, and you have it with with the PS3. Yeah. But then with that server, you can take all kinds of media and play it and turn it into an entertainment system that's that cool. is really
3: oh. Awesome. You're talking about a media center extender. You can do that with a 360. T- not
0: like this. This thing will actually, like, tra- it'll actually change the, it'll transcode things on the fly so that you can watch. Oh, like you can watch, like, if you had, like, say, downloaded, perhaps legally, perhaps not, some, <laughs> Blu-ray, some Blu-ray videos, and, and you wanted to be able to watch it on this with streaming, it'll actually convert it on the fly to the format that it can play. It's really pretty wow. That's pretty cool. sweet. It's awesome for a home entertainment system. It's basically going to replace the hacked, hacked Xbox running like XBMC as like the home entertainment system kind of way to go. So, anyway. Sorry I to derail
2: you there at number three.
0: Thanks, number I've made two. it so far before my tangent streak started. <laughs> but number three, and, and I almost want to put it higher, like I almost want Vindictus from Nexon to be higher on my list because that game was so cool. So, what happened was they had it. I had a little playable demo that you could play, and I played that on like day one, and I thought it was awesome. And then day two came around, and I was like, I need to play that one again. And I went back and played it again, and that's incredibly rare, especially with all the things you know you're missing out on when you do it. Yeah, but it's I did a big it. Big sacrifice. It was a big sacrifice, and the second time through, it was still totally awesome. So did I'd have you play to play
2: with the other character class.
0: Yeah. So the first time I went through with the 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 female character who was like a sword and board kind and yeah. the second time through I played with the guy who's like a dual wielding berserker type guy. That's
2: what it was.
0: Yeah. It was so awesome and I I am just and it's got the destructible landscape like in um, Painkiller. It
2: works so well. first of all it's a beautiful game.
0: It's gorgeous. It's it's this, the game metal game like me the part armor part. looks like real like nobody's captured like armor like them. It looks like real metal. I mean it, it yeah. like Age of Conan is close but this looks like it's like, the you know how the photorealism of EverQuest 2 was kind of above and beyond most things, and then Age of Conan came out and took it up another level for an MMO? Yeah. This is like another, yet another level. Plus, it plays ultra fast. The way the controls work are totally different. There's no targeting. There's, you know, it's just what you're close to. You actually can dodge out of stuff, and the way it works is if, they, if they're if they going to hit you, it's not some mathematical formula. If you dodge out of the way, you don't get hit. It's very much like an arcade Type you know an well, action adventure game. You can like, knock down game. pillars and have roofs fall on their you, heads. You can knock down part people. of the landscape oh, yeah. and hit somebody and it does damage, oh. which is like yeah. cool.
3: And you can use you can use all of those freaking pieces. Like there's a sorceress class. That we use all of the, that debris and form a giant magical golem. Yeah, yeah, that's so. so you,
0: you can drag people to the edge of cliffs and throw them off. You can do all <laughs> kinds of. It's like so. Some of it's like Marvel. There's Ult- even like Ultimate Alliance. Traps. It's Like there that
2: column that you could yeah. cut the ropes on and push it. It would roll down the hill and crush everything in its way. Yeah, it's, and then the boss fight was really cool too. It was hard.
0: And they don't. And it's you, like you really don't know way. how many health bars the boss has, right? Yeah, that was the cool thing. Yeah. It, it was just really. And the way, and then, and then when you actually watch somebody else play it, then you could start to realize how beautiful it was. Like the tail on the the cobalt or whatever the thing was at the end, it actually is like blowing in the wind. Like because he's got this like like a wolf tail, it's blowing in the wind, and when he moves, it's moving. I mean, it's, it's just details like that. Every like hair on his head is moving, stuff like that. You're like. This is all happening really fast, and it's really yeah. smooth, and none of the gameplay is suffering for any of the graphics. It's you know really fast FPS. Yeah. Of course, they are all
3: on
2: Alienwares, top of the line.
0: Yeah. All these
3: PCs. But by
0: the time it's ready for us to play, you know that won't be such a hard that's true. target.
3: Yeah, but this is this is the great thing about it is, and I, I said this before, it's it's running off a modified Source engine, so that's gonna, I mean, that's gonna run on a lot of PCs, and I don't even know if it's just like. How realistic the armor was, I, I think. I think it's the art design because um, I think some of the armor in Age of Conan might look graphically more detailed, but it's that advantage that good lighting they, does. To th- they
0: had excellent art design. They had some other little things like if your helmet broke, it all of a sudden flew off your character and your character didn't have a helmet on. If oh, your yeah, hauberk, right. you if helmet. your hauberk got destroyed, it actually came off your character and your character didn't have the hauberk. Yep. It was like that level of like, just, you're like, holy shit, this isn't going to be in a free-to-play game that's like an MMO, but is playable like an action game? Sign me up. <laughs> so, you know, and it's on their site now, and it says coming soon. You can't click to download it. Um, anyway, number four on my list was also an Exxon game, which was Dragon Nest, which I told Noah, I was like, you're going to love this, you have to try this. <laughs> I can't explain it. I was, so it. Too, I was like, I watched I,
2: the trailer. I'm like, it looks
0: stupid. I like, yeah, it doesn't look good. It does not. The trailer doesn't do it justice. I like, you just have to play it to get it. But you're gonna have to try it. Yeah, I love that game. It's kind of like WoW with mixed with an anime theme, like more of an Eastern version of WoW. Favorite. But fast paced, just as fast paced as Vindictus. It's
2: like a console a b- action adventure beat 'em
0: up. Yeah, it like, yeah. yeah, it's everything's over the top spell wise. Everything is like crazy. You know, it's like when you're the when you're the priest or the Claire character, and you do your Uber spell or whatever. This giant like crucifix comes down out of the sky and destroys like a bunch of mobs. And you get swarmed all the time. You're swarmed like in Diablo, and you're doing your your effects and you're you're killing like scores of things in the one sweep of your. You. Yeah, it's like when you're the archer, you have this one spell that's very similar to what the the. Um, The uh, Amazon had in Diablo where you shoot like a multi-arrow. And when you do that, it's just like it, except you're seeing it in 3D kind of from your character's point of view. It's really cool. Um, So number four would be Dragon's Nest, also an Exxon game. I am not paid to represent Exxon (laughs) for this podcast. And then finally, um, for Rock Band 3, like everything is cool. They've consolidated, you know, all the features from Rock Band 2, all the stuff from the Beatles, um, you know, they've added that all in. You can have like the three-part harmony, harmony thing. You, you have the keyboard they've added in, the pro Which controller. It's really sweet. They've also come up with this pro guitar controller that Fender's making and it sounds like other companies are going to be making them too.
2: The has a lower level
0: on it. Yeah, that stuff it, it is awesome. I mean, it's like literally you're having to play on the right string on the right fret from 0 to 21 or whatever. Well, this is interesting because in the first mini cast last week you
2: were talking about your experience with Power Gig, Rise of the Sixth String. Yeah. And your statement during that minicast was that it was way better than what Rock Band 3 was doing. So have you changed your mind?
0: Yeah, because I hadn't seen the Pro Controller for the Fender. I'd only seen the Mustang.
2: So how do the controllers compare? What's different about them?
0: So the Mustang is just like the um, Rock Band controller that you have, except that it has the strings broken out. And Power Gig's is similar to that, but it has um, awareness of which which string you're playing, not just all the frets. Um, but the, the the thing that it takes it over the top with the Fender Pro guitar is it's what string and what fret, and the frets go beyond. It's not five frets, it's 21 frets. So, it, And it's a real guitar. So it's like, most of them, it's like, you've got the strings that you can actually pick, and then it kind of stops, and then it's got the controller button type it's thing up the neck. Buttons. It's all plastic neck. The Fender Pro guitar is a real guitar, and the only thing is, there's a there's a little lever you pull and it mutes it so that you don't have to palm mute everything to get your notes right. But if you're really good, you don't. As we saw in the demo, you don't need like the guy that actually played through an amp. You don't need that. Yeah. But if you you know to kind of start to learn, you can pull this dampener up that will mute the notes. So you're, but you you know you have it's actually showing you on Rock Band three from you know one to twenty one what fret you need to be hitting and what string. And on the um, on the Power Gig one, it doesn't go that high. It's basically like one three. It's the color coded system, but you have to have the right string. So yeah, it's not <clears throat> it's not really even close to equal. So I was I was just blown away by it.
2: I love their new song selector too because you can filter your song library by so many different factors. Well, yeah, you can get recommended songs from their 2,000 song store
0: because they're like based on what you we're want. gonna have 25. 100 songs when this launches and finding the one you want is really a bitch if you've got scroll up and scroll down so they made a search feature and uh and
2: then the images of your band walking around town yeah that was kind of cool it was pretty
0: cool um, what, the, I, what I
1: picked up from that um, just cause that was one, like one of those games that of course interested me because I'm a hardcore rock, hardcore rock, hardcore band. rock band fan Yeah, uh, was the the uh, fact that they're import like you're going to be able to import all those games, uh, the prior games, music set list into your library, and all the DLC too. So they're retooling, yeah, all the DLC, all the uh, prior stuff um, for that. So like if there was like there's like lots of songs there where now you have to play the the guitar for keyboard parts. Yeah, all those will be retooled so you can um, if you know if you want to do the keyboard thing, you'll be able to. That's really impressive. See. I didn't know that. Yeah, so there there are like things from well ex- with the exception of uh, Beatles Rock Band, yeah. of course, because you know the whole licensing thing there. But anything from Rock Band one to uh, Lego Rock Band.
0: I believe everything, all of that is going to be uh, yeah, compatible. It, it seems like what they're basically doing is they've got this catalog that's steadily growing, and then every year they're going to release like a new version of Rock Band with more, you know, functionality. You know, and I'm totally fine with that. You know, plus you get you get a big boost to your song catalog when you buy, like uh, yeah. even if you just looked at the cost if it was just a DLC thing you get like a huge amount of songs whenever you upgrade from rock band 1 to 2 to 3 or whatever but yeah. then all the other functionality just is gravy I think another thing that that's
1: kind of cool about what they're doing with this is I mean yes they might alien they're not going to really alienate those people who don't want to make that leap um from you know just doing what they've been doing to the pro level you know, those you you know if you want to play pro level and somebody else wants to play easy mode on you know just a regular controller they can yeah uh, that's the cool thing you can have a yeah,
0: total beginner
1: and you know and, and also it, it's also going to shush some of the critics of these kind of games who are like well you're not really you're not le- really learning how to you know play real music well now you are you know with these pro with these pro options there mm-hmm. you know you can't say that anymore
0: yeah. well and the drums they've you know they've added a bunch to the drum set like the new drum set's going to have like a double bass thing going so you could play one by metallica or whatever and three, and three
2: cymbals and a uh, three symbols and, and the drum and
0: then they're working closely with mad cats on these midi converters so the so you can use like this keyboard i have here standard yes. MIDI keyboard yes i can play that through the midi converter and play it and i don't have to buy the keyboard if I have a MIDI drum set, which I do, but it's not here, I can plug that into the converter and I can play those drums instead of my rock band drums. So, for those people who are like musicians but just you know want to kind of play a game or do something educational or whatever, yeah, I mean it's learn all there. A new song essentially. Yeah, you know it's it's cool. You
1: know, honestly, I think the applications for you know just music uh, instruction totally, you know, could be you know, quite substantial. Absolutely. That's kind of of a big deal there. Hey, uh, so Noah, what was your top five?
2: Well, for me, I actually have some overlap with Mark and a little bit of Nintendo specialization. I'll start from the bottom. Really? That's a shocker. Yeah. My, and this is by no means to suggest that it's the game that I... Like the least, because there was a lot of other games I wanted to put into this list, but I kept it to five. So my fifth game was Lost in Shadow, which is a game coming from Hudson for Wii. It is not a WiiWare title like I thought it was, but it has a oh, very, Wow very similar to Eco and Shadow of the Colossus on PlayStation 2. And so you're in this really surreal stone-type temple. What's happened is you're there's a boy, and his shadow has been separated from his body, and you're playing as the shadow. So, And you get, you find yourself in this tower, and you're like, where's my body? <laughs> your The weight of your shadow is only like six grams or something like that, and as you go through the tower, you try to find hidden objects and have these little memories that you pick up that adds grams until you can ultimately reach 21 grams, the weight of a soul, according to the But what's cool, but what's cool about that is that you have this tower, and you see all these platforms and everything. But there's no, there's no person say on the platform. It's only the shadow cast from the platform, and the shadow of the boy that's being lighted. So, if there's something that's casting a shadow in in your way on the floor that actually isn't in the way in the real world, it doesn't matter. It's a it's an impenetrable wall, so you have to figure out how to man- to manipulate the environment, through mm. switches and stuff like that to get around. And it's just got a really moody feel to it. It's very cool.
3: I'm just so you're you're using the Wii controller to manipulate the real world objects, right, to change the shadows.
2: Yeah, the, there's like this butterfly type cursor that once you reach certain parts, you point the remote at the screen and you can sweep it around and if you pick on something, if you highlight something that it can interact with, it glows and then you click it, and you can throw a switch, for instance, and that'll open a, a door for you, or it'll rotate the room, stuff like that. Wow. And then you actually pick up swords, too, and then you have to fight evil gigantic spiders. s swords
0: spiders. For 500?
2: What? <laughs> sort for of point. Anyway. <laughs> cool. <laughs> My fourth one also related to death. <laughs> Ghost Trick, Phantom Detective. It is from the people who make the Phoenix Wright games, but it is not about lawyers. You play someone who dies right at the very beginning, but there's something special about him that allows him to exist in the spiritual world, and he begins to go on this quest of trying to save people before they die. What happens is they'll die, and then he can rewind their lives for four minutes. And there's just these assassins that are running around killing people. Little girls, dogs, uh, other people. And you intervene in their lives. And the way that you do is your spirit can possess inanimate objects. And you can hop from one object to the next, provided that it's close enough. And most objects have a single action that you can trigger. So like if you're in a ladder, you can trigger it so that it extends. Or if you're in a cupboard, you can trigger it so that it opens. The idea is to wisely position yourself through all these inanimate objects and ghost trick them, or that is, activate them, so that you can help the murder victim escape, or hide, or do something that will kill the murderer. And it's got this really cool visual style, and it's really hard. <laughs> it's very, very tricky, especially since it's not just, it's not like a traditional adventure game where it's like, okay, I need to collect items A, B, and C, and then I combine them, voila! It's like, you have to figure out all these different actions, and you have to... Figure out when to trigger them precisely in order to save the person who's about to be killed.
3: I'm so excited about that game. Like, ah, oh, I just uh, as soon as I saw the video, like I was just like, ah, it's it's a variation on an adventure game, and it, it reminds me of um, a Sega CD title. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It was just something really weird. Mm-hmm. It was one of those, you know, it, it was um, it was something. It was oh, it's called Double Switch. Okay. And how it worked was you were a, a landlord in a hotel. And it was one of those crappily made full motion video games. <laughs> nice. You know, that, you know. Yeah. And, um, and you had to trap. You had all these traps at your disposal. And you had to move around the rooms with this, like, c- um, closed circuit television and trap them when they, when they you know, stood on certain things. And they had all these creative, different, weird traps. But you had to do it in a certain order, because, you know, if you didn't, then someone was going to die and all that stuff. So this this kind of reminds me of that, but just done well.
2: And it's also got a really good sense of humor, which is helpful, because it's pretty grim and brutal in some respects, but there's a really great localization that makes it pretty funny. For my next two games, it's actually a tie for me. Vindictus and Dragon's Nest, or Dragon Nest, I keep my to put an apostrophe That's on there, I really liked them both. I couldn't choose between them. I I just think there's great features to both of them. Uh, I really look forward to playing them. I wish they were out now. Something that I think is interesting about uh, Vindictus that I didn't mention earlier is it's actually a prequel to another Nexon game called Mabinogi, which has a really cutesy, yuck, little kid art style, more in line with what I would have expected from the publishers of MapleStory and Vindictus, however, is just really mature and serious. And you would never guess that it was related to the same world.
0: Yeah, it's more like Age of Conan. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and uh, Mabinogi always disappointed me because uh, you have that really cutesy kind of you know thing and you can go and, and craft and stuff, and it's just it's not a world that I could ever relate to. But in the game, as you level up in Mabinogi, you get these forms that are really badass anime, like you'll turn into this giant tribesman who looks like a war chief and stuff like that and it changes like it has a completely different art design but it's only a form that you can take for like you know a minute or something like that right so i you know every time i would see a video with that i'm like that's the game i want to play i want to to <laughs> this other guy you know and it looks like the dick is doing that
2: And for my number 1 game it was metroid other m the Super Metroid and the Super NES was one of my all-time favorite games. And I was highly skeptical that a Metroid game played with the remote held sideways basically only two or three buttons it could have the same level of complexity and uh, engrossing nature that the Metroids that I've played in the past. But it's really well done, and even flipping back and forth between, between pointing towards the screen to do the scanning and then flipping the it the back sideways to move around It totally works. It it totally works that it's both 2D and 3D and jumps in between those. And the boss battle that I was in was totally scary, freaked me out, and it was stressful, but it was so awesome to beat these evil, totally goofy-looking purple-yellow chameleon monsters. But it it just totally ultimately sold me on the concept, and I have respect now for what Team Ninja's doing with Metroid. So,
1: Eric, what about you? What were your uh, favorites of the, uh, the conference this year?
3: Well, um, mine is pretty much Mark's list. <laughs> you just copied minus, each other. Yeah, minus rock bands. Um, I mean, the same thing surprised me. Well, Star Wars, like, Star Wars, I, I talked to one of the devs, and I kind of compared it to a comic book called The Walking Dead and uh, The Walking Dead is a comic book that is so good consistently that you take it for granted and you're like, you don't talk about it you don't really think about it cause, and I get it every week and, and read it and go yep, that, that's, that's, that's good and then just kind of forget about it you know? so Star Wars, you see all those videos you see what they're trying to do you kind of have faith that it's, it's going to be a good game whatever, it's Bioware um, and then I, I, I play it and it's still good like, I don't, I don't know what to say about it other than it's very traditional. Um, they're not advertising that it's going to change the world because of these weird, unique features and stuff like that. If they did that, they'd kind of be lying. I mean, the unique thing is that, that it's going to have this crazy story. You know, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have that huge, you know, fully spoken dialogue kind of thing. Um, but the gameplay that, that Mark and I got to play... Uh, it's 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 pretty much. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying this is a bad thing at all. It's pretty much wow. Uh, but it's it takes the classes and it turns them, you know, a few degrees to the right or a few degrees to the left. Like the smuggler, um, it's a rogue that doesn't stealth, but it, it 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 uh you know it takes cover and that's just slightly different enough to be completely different. You know, it's just that weird thing that it, it's it's kind of. Um, I want to play WoW, but I'm tired of the world, and I want I want more of a story, and this looks like it's going to do it for me. So, I don't know. Cool. Um, yeah, and then Vindictus and Dragon Nest kind of tied for me too. Um, I'd seen videos, uh, but both like any video that you look up on on YouTube, especially with Dragon Nest, there seems to be no good videos of Dragon Nest. You have to play it. Uh, and you have to get in and And both of these are going to be they, they operate kind of like Phantasy um, Star Online or I don't know, I mean Monster Hunter if anyone's played that, where you have like a hub town that you hang out at and then you go and play these bite-sized dungeons. Um, but they're really action-packed and wonderful and I, I, I really appreciate those. Um, DC Universe has the more i think about it the more i don't think i'm gonna be playing champions online
2: (laughs) it's surprising how well it's done how well done it is isn't it
3: yeah and it's i mean there's still room for them to screw up in other areas but um i i had a blast playing it and um for me personally um champions i've i've created you know a whole world a whole a whole lore and everything um but I'm at odds with um, the seriousness of the game. Like it's, it doesn't take itself very serious. And my characters always have some kind of they're just they're just messed up. And and uh, you know tragic backstories. The, yeah, they've always got some kind of tragic backstory or complication or something that makes them interesting. And the I feel like power. I have all these. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's that was that a joke character. Because
1: we all know you're about that.
3: <laughs> it's tragic. It's tragic. Okay, he's homeless because of that. Now, anyways, <laughs> but but with DC Universe, the the art design, um, the 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 character models, everything screams what I want to create. Um, and the only thing that I was worried about was the combat. And luckily, that demo was just combat. It was just PvP combat. And it works really well. Um, I can't wait to use my controller with it, and uh, uh, I'm definitely gonna pick that one up. Um, last but not least, Limbo. Um, it's a XBLA game, and it's got a really unique style. Uh, I absolutely love the business card that the producer gave to me because it's just pretty much just like a uh, an extra large postcard print of a still of the of the artwork. Really um, and too, pretty much uh, lost
2: some shadows' it?
3: um it it's the the game mechanic of working with shadows is almost it's it's not intentional um, it's just the way the great art design works that the things in the foreground are all black silhouettes and you just can't see what the hell things are so they mix in really well so what you might see look It might look like a, a bunch of grass, is really a bear trap, um, and it seems like the big the big thing is that it's a it, you're in limbo, you can't really die, so it's all about trial and error. So you're supposed to poke around and kind of use your body as, you know, as as a test, you know, for it. And it has, it, I'm I'm assuming from what I've seen of of Lost in Shadow, um, it doesn't have a whimsical feel. You know, it's not like a story about a boy getting a soul. Um, it looks way more tragic, and a lot of the stuff you're seeing as a silhouette, you, you really don't want to see what it is. Um, shining light on it would probably be traumatizing, because it looks like there are corpses everywhere, um, you don't know what the heck's going on with all these bear traps, and it's, I don't know, it's, it's really dark, um. And it's it's really soothing, almost. Um, I don't know. It,
2: that's not the I, word I was expecting.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's it's you. No, serious. Like uh, it's not something that um, stresses you out. Uh, you just kind of wander around. Um, and from the little bit of time that I got with it, I think limbo is a very apt name for it. So, yep, that's it.
1: All right, cool. Let's take a little break, and we'll get into our. Uh biggest misses of E3 or what you wanted to see but never had time to do.
2: Yeah.
1: Alright, so let's talk about some of the things that you... Can didn't have time for that you totally regretted not having a chance to play at E three this year. How about we start with Mark?
0: Tron. I can't believe I didn't play Tron. You yeah, a sure
2: user? That. I would go And there was <laughs> a huge display
0: for that. It was a really it. fancy display. I took some pictures and live tweeted the like the life cycle and stuff, but mm-hmm. Yeah. There was it was really cool. I went and stood in line for a while, and it just was not moving because people did not want to relinquish their spot playing it, and I got really frustrated. And so I just
2: surprising because I don't think it's supposed to be that
0: great of a game. Well, that's Dude, so no way. Everybody yep. that played it said it was not cool. So yeah,
3: it's oh that that stuff is disappointing. Like you're glad you don't waste time doing it because I I waited on the th- I think third day, and just wanted to get a taste of it because I was just like Ah oh, Tron yes. Yes, I love you. I, I, want, I want you. And yeah. I played it, and it feels like Broken Prince of Persia, and huh. the combat is just like a flailing mess of discs. You don't really know what's going on. It doesn't quite look right. People are running funny. So pretty much animations, the, the art design, the gameplay, like everything is kind of off.
2: Huh.
0: So what else, Mark? Um, Cas- Castlevania, Lords of Shadow. I kept getting in line to play the damn game.
2: Have you seen the trailer for it? The like five minute trailer? No. Oh, it looks so incredible. I'm like, where's the game?
0: Because they only had like the two of them, right? There's only two. Oh, two. Uh, two has Two, two set up. And I would get I would go over there and I go to play it and those people would not leave it either and so I was like okay so every day I went over to it like you know I would make no
2: I never got a chance to play I, I,
0: to I did not get to play it and it pissed me off um, the connect stuff I kept wanting to give it a shot I just I just didn't have the will like I'd go and look at what they were doing and I was like this really is not that cool. Surely I should go be playing Vindictus yet again
1: <laughs> so
0: I'd like wander off and play something else um final Fantasy um fourteen I just wanted yeah. to see what that was all about no, almost
2: was on my list too
0: and i I just never I never made it over there and then finally Marvel vs Capcom three I wanted to play more than one game oh so you only got to play like a couple I played games one I know I played one game oh, with one. Eric and we were and at the when on day one when we went it was like. It, would, it was like pairs would go up and play, and then mm-hmm. they'd leave. But it switched on day two and day three. It was more like the old arcade thing where whoever won would stay, and then somebody new would come up.
1: Ah. Well, the yes. new
0: person never won. Well, it, actually, it happened in front of us, but it was very rare. And when the, when, the, when the new guy came and won, he kicked the old guy's ass who'd been in the line so long before him so badly that Eric and I just walked away in shame.
2: <laughs>
1: so
0: I really wanted to get some more experience with that, but I'll be buying it and then I'll be getting really good at it, and then I'll play Eric and somehow freakishly beat me. But it won't matter.
1: Any <laughs> <laughs> um, response to, yeah. to, to that to that challenge there?
3: Well, um, I don't know. How can I describe how thoroughly I kicked his ass? It was <laughs> not. <laughs> I, I didn't was. know how to switch
0: characters.
3: Yeah, and I figured that out because I'm I'm actually good at games. You know, (laughs) there's a natural kind of thing. Mark kind of just he kind of just started beating on the controller and drooling a bit. I don't know what the hell that was. Seen that? Yeah, so So, I just I kicked his ass. Um, and he wanted to play again just because he wanted to. Tightly
0: to your bosom. We basically said we made a pact that we were going to play it every day, and it would be best two out of three. All right. And I was secretly going to practice with, like, Capcom, um, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 somehow. That didn't work either. I have to admit,
1: I I suck at fighting games, but, uh, you know, I want to get back into it. Uh, especially with a game like Marvel vs. Capcom, it's really it's, well done. It you know
0: it looks very. It was so popular, very awesome. Though. I mean, there was so many people standing in line for. And I never saw a line that wasn't like six, well, because it was usually two by two, or two you know two people in a row. Right, it was right. usually the line was twelve people deep at any given time. Effort. and they had like probably. Well, that's
2: the hour long Legend of Zelda line that was like hundred people
0: deep? Ew. <clears throat> yeah, the oh. Legend. Legend of Zelda for noob-tards. So, <laughs> anyway, all right.
1: Let's 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 change topics here. Uh, Noah, what was, what was your re- biggest regrets that you did not get to see it? Easily?
2: For me, my number one, just because I had too many damn appointments, and Eric and Mark were free like the wind. They got to go see the Old Republic, and I didn't think it was uh,
3: That's funny. Actually, sometimes me and Mark would just kind of sit back and laugh and just say... Uh, what are you going to do? I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was great because we, uh, we had a nice mixture of nothing to do and, and interviews, so we'd like go. So when you got to go see
2: that, I was over in Activision's booth, which was a cool experience. Um, but the Old Republic, I just wanted to confirm some of the hype. But what's interesting is hearing what you guys have said about it. so far, it's sounding less and less like a game I want to play. Because I don't really like WoW. So why would I like a game that's there, just we'll like... We'll wow. always
0: have the hot tub in the minaret, <laughs> or the cigarette. I mean, nevertheless, yes, my number one will always have that. No, no,
2: my number two was Castlevania: Lords of Shadow because that's one of my all-time favorite series, and this finally looks like a real, very well done, 3D realization of the series. It just looks so incredibly epic with all the great British actors and actresses doing the voice acting, and the God of War presentation, and just the. The level design doesn't look like square halls and square hallways like the previous PS2 games. It just looks so, so good. Missed it. I also missed Limbo, which, as you might have surmised earlier when I was asking questions, I really wanted to check that out. But it'll be out really soon on Xbox Live. Definitely going to get that. Gray Matter, I had no idea. This is thanks to Eric. It's on his list as well. Uh, one of my all-time Spoilers. original favorite series was the Gabriel Knight Adventure series. And Jane Jensen's been working on this game for something like six years, and I think at some points it was canceled and all this other stuff. And the latest screens of it, it, it really got a boost in the graphics department. And it looks great. The plot sounds really interesting, and I just want to play anything that she ever writes.
0: That, that game sounds pretty cool. Yeah. What I've heard, too. It's like I'm so glad she's still in the business. I didn't know that she was the Gabriel Knight yeah, she wrote some King's
2: Quest games too.
0: But just just on its own, it sounds it sounds pretty cool. Yeah,
3: yeah, and I mean, adventure games haven't gone anywhere. Like you know, they've gone under the radar, but a ton of them still come out every single year. But I'm really dying for a really high quality one from you know from the the, the greats. Like I remember Gabriel Knight and and things like Broken Sword and stuff like that. I haven't yeah. really felt I haven't felt. Um, Completely immersed in a world uh, of, a, of an adventure game for a long time because the really good ones now are in the vein of Tales, Tales of Monkey Island, and Sam and Max, which are really fun, but they're they're like cartoon episodes, you know. I, I want I want something that has a really well thought, fleshed out suspense cool. thriller theme.
1: Thrawn. That's what I want to play. Anyway, Day of the Tentacle. Oh uh, yeah, that was my favorite
2: was runner. fun. I don't know if it was playable I don't think it was to the masses but I loved the original Portal and I can't wait to play the second one I've devoured the teaser trailer a couple times and read some previews it just looks great level 2
1: I love the trailer I love hearing her voice again
2: yeah and even has a little bit of that sense of humor. It just was so. Productive. Oh yeah, you can't
1: fun. completely eliminate that. I mean, you have that's to, what makes it so great. You have to have that.
2: Like, so bummed that's not in the three sixty though. Yeah. But hey, I got steam. I can get it on my PC. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's it what is what kind of a shocker. I mean. Maybe there'll be a, a new orange box that has it. Yeah, yeah, but it's like the years, the years later, after the fact. Down. Yeah. Which would kind of suck. It was a phenomenally.
1: Cool experience. How about you, Eric? What were your biggest regrets? I guess of E3. What What did you not see that you really wanted to? Beside so
3: you, you, your roommate. <laughs> 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 Don't
0: cry. Don't cry.
3: <laughs> Be strong.
2: Be strong. Separation anxiety.
3: Yeah. Oh wait a second, Noah. You said something too. Here you go. He <laughs> almost has my big laugh.
2: Almost. Soon. Yeah.
3: More importantly, to the point, uh, even though I tried to do as much research on finding every single MMO so we could at least pass by, look at it, do something, I missed some. And it really, really gets me. Like um, Black Prophecy, which is, you know, uh, another... That was, the
1: one, that was the one with that hardcore, just crazy trailer with the, the really lame voiceover work, wasn't it? Like wasn't the voiceover yeah. work like so?
0: Over the blah, top? Blah, blah blah
3: blah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but it's 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 something that I really wish I had seen so I could compare it to Jumpgate because um, Jumpgate uh, Mark and I saw it and um, it's going in a direction that I'm I'm not as interested in anymore. Um, so we're seeing what you know. Um, tour is doing gets me really excited and it's kind of opened up possibilities of yeah i'm definitely gonna get this um jump gate to make sure the combat is really good they've they've really kind of just like you know focused in on combat and just combat you know that's the main focus of the game now they're they're changing the story and everything just to focus on that um i need to explore i need to go and i don't know do trade routes and stuff, and and I wanted to see Black yeah, Prophecy. You didn't find see.
1: enough to satisfy the explorer itch.
3: Yeah, yeah, and that's the that's the big issue. Like, I, I wanted to see Black Prophecy to see where they're going with it, what they wanted to do. I haven't didn't do a lot of research on it uh, because it in the whole list that I that I tried to get, you know, for the E3 thing. Like, I I completely missed it. Um, so I don't know. It just bugs me. Um, but it made me happy that even though I, I, you know, I went through the entire floor. There was just so much stuff at E3 that you could just completely miss something and not see it if, if you weren't careful. Um, Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, I got to see people playing it on a big screen and stuff like that. Um, I'm not nearly as excited about it anymore watching that, but I really wanted to give it a chance and try it myself but that one was by appointment only and on day three I wasn't able to get I, I was I was a half an hour late um, I would have gotten a, a dev a, a dev tour of it and a walkthrough of it um, but I completely missed it so that kind of hurts um, I I did want to see also uh, contra hardcore um, that one is it's it's contra animate up so I, I think last cast we talked about Necromachina on like the pre-E3 cast um, where it's kind of like Strider and and uh, Castle Crashers um, this is another one taking Contra and, and adding kind of like an anime uh, style to it um, and, and just going nuts it feels like uh, if you guys have ever played Gunstar Heroes or any shooter like that um, I don't know I, I saw it from far away and was I was never able to get to it um, and that kind of hurts I really want to play that, but it's it interesting because it's so
2: anime style. It doesn't look like an old contra game.
3: I know that's the thing. It's rebooting it. I'm, I'm, I'm. Re- I am i am i am do not want another old contra game. But that isn't that, it out that.
2: already now? It's out,
3: isn't it? I don't know. I, think I don't know. Is. I thought it, I thought it was an XBLA title, so I don't know. I don't see it on the market. If it's a full release title, I don't know why they're doing that. How yeah, um, down? Yeah, because if, if that's the case, and I have to choose between the two, Necromachina is going to be a DLC title. And I'll just choose that. So I'm not gonna buy Contra Hardcore for sixty bucks. Um, Grey Matter, I love adventure games. Will always love them. And and uh, I love um, Gabriel Knight. Um, you guys, if you if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to GoodOldGames.com. It's it's the entire series series is there, uh, and it works on like Vista and, and Windows Seven computers. It's totally awesome. It's a great suspenseful adventure game. Uh, and this is. Gray Matter is from the creator of that, so can't wait to see that. Um, and the last two things aren't really video games. Um, uh, there's a S- Scott Bil- Pilgrim versus the World is a em up game, you know. And they had a party on the day that we had to leave and get on the plane. And it had the the creator of the art style and the short film that inspired, uh, you know, Scott Pilgrim, the art style and everything. It's he's called I Am 8 Bit. And it would have been just a crazy party. And from what I hear, it it was. And you've got a lot of cool limited edition swag. And you get to meet the person, talk to them, play the game. Um, Yeah, so that's neat. And then um, I'm I'm sure it'll be in the show notes. But um, Mark was talking about Marvel vs. Capcom, playing that. They had two booths that anybody could walk up and play. But they also had this one big screen um, where people were standing in line... Um, to play to earn a T-shirt, and we got a bunch of T-shirts, you know. But this one was, this one is like a mocked up. The, the picture on it is this mocked up cover of a comic book, with all of the Marvel vs. Capcom three characters, like on there, and it's it's just it just has this, you know, it looks like a a comic splash page, and uh, I totally want that shirt, but I don't even think I would be good enough to beat anybody. <laughs> that's, that's a regret that's gonna follow me, because it looks really cool.
0: Cool, drink the pain away. That's what I would say.
3: <laughs> that's yeah. what we do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right on.
1: Well, I say that uh, we exit out of this, and we'll get into my
0: inquisition. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs>
1: So my first question uh, will be for Eric. Eric, what was the most disappointing, heartbreaking thing that you saw at E3? Something that you had hyped yourself up so much to see and then came away going, that's it? Besides Noah.
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I'm truthfully just going to say I'm totally jump gate.
1: Jump gate um, Yeah.
3: Felt really super lucky to be able to get um, a an interview or a press conference or opportunity to talk to to those guys about Jumpgate. And you know when you look when you look up videos and interviews of Jumpgate, you can see that it's gone through a lot of changes, years of changes. And the videos that you watch, it seems like the scope just continues to grow. Um, and it really gets you excited because I love games like Wing Commander, um, most of all free space, stuff where you have, like, um, an open world space game that I can, I can, you know, go and do space battles and stuff all I want, but I also can get, like, a, a trading vessel and go and run some trade routes and, you know, just have fun. Um, I, I need that opportunity to be able to do that, and even though Jumpgate looks fantastic, people. I don't want to discourage you. Um, it's mo- it's focusing more on combat, and they said it specifically so they can get that one thing right, uh, which I guess is a great start. If, if they felt like they were going too big for it, um, but it's it's growing farther away from the game that I wanted it to be. Right. And so you're I,
1: looking I, more for a uh, like a freelancer elite yep. elite kind of deal. Yep.
0: Yeah. Can I can I chime in? Yeah. yeah go go ahead. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> no my. So so, Eric and I, you know, we were we played it at the same time. We were at the same event to play it and everything. And we were both just kind of like trying. We were both down, dejected almost, because I think we both had a lot of faith that it would be not an Eve killer, but an Eve alternative. Like if you didn't right, want for to, like, a,
1: like a faster combat. Yeah, least, it
0: was going to be feel. like the checkers to the Eve chess, you mm-hmm. know, and. And what really resonated with me was and listening to, to them describe the new backstory that they came up with and try to try to like watching them look at the audience and try to see if it was like clicking with people. It's like they basically came up with a three faction system that was almost color coded. And all I could think was auto-assault, 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 auto-assault. I was like, it's fucking auto-assault space. And know how
1: that turned out.
0: Yeah, and you know, I hope I'm wrong. I hope that all they were doing was saying, look how great our combat is. But the stuff that I was doing when I played it, and I played it for a while, it was so much like Star Trek Online that I wasn't, I was not getting it the the way you move the ship every all the whole field it was very much like star trek online hmm.
3: are you i mean i gotta ask are you are you on crack mark no like i i just i can't i can't star trek online is like it's like naval boats like things move really slowly this this feels like everything you'd want in like freelancer or elite it feels action-packed it has like uh, the ability to, you know, was it Newtonian physics and everything like that, it felt like those games and what I saw of it and and played just a few minutes of it, it felt like that. Like it feels far and away from what Star Trek is doing. You don't agree, Mark.
0: No, I thought it was, I thought, well, I don't think Star Trek Online is as cumbersome as it should feel. Like I never felt the mass, the I never felt the inertia of the vessels in Star Trek Online that I felt that they should have. Mm-hmm. And and they seem too fast paced. It seems like they just took, basically, Champions Online and modeled star starships, and it was the same thing. I never I never felt like it was as as slow and as cumbersome and as more like, you know, unwieldy as it should should have been. And this felt like that. Just maybe maybe I'll give you this. It was tweaked up a little bit. It was a little bit more fast paced, but not much. And even the way that there was in Star Trek Online, when you do the thing where you you get a little bit more impulse power and you drain your shields and all your other stuff. It's Mm -hmm. the exact same thing Mm -hmm. in this. I forget what they call it, but he's like, look, this is a feature you can do. I'm like, yeah, I I did that like three months ago. (laughs) Um, I
3: just feel like you can, you have the opportunity in this game to dogfight. Like, they say you are a dogfighter, and... And I don't know. I don't know which which ship class you played in Star Trek Online. I I was always playing the engineer class that had the cruiser. So from the very start, those things are big and bulky. Yeah, it, it, it felt like a ship.
0: I was always the tactical guy. So I,
3: gotcha. Yeah, that's what I
1: did. I was I always played the
0: uh, the escort class. Yeah, ships. I just it just wasn't what I expected, and I feel like they've reinvented it too many times. And when you reinvent stuff too many times, you're on a you're on a path that's not maybe... A path to destruction. I'm just saying it could be the next out of Assault. Noah, what was your biggest
1: disappointment that, you know, you were so hyped to see, and then when you finally got to see it, it was like, oh.
0: <laughs> that's it. Oh, <laughs> Besides Eric. <laughs>
3: yeah, pretty much when we saw each other, we just stared at each other in extreme disappointment. because they, like they
0: circled each other and started sniffing each other's butts. We knew uh, okay. it was going to be I, trouble. I, I don't think the listeners, or myself,
1: <laughs> was uh, going for that, but uh, let's talk about games instead. <laughs> oh, they played games.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, I, I feel a little, little guilty saying seeing this because I didn't completely dislike it, but I would say Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Oh, no. That was like, it was a mandatory... We had a Nintendo appointment. Of the booth, course. And there were only two mandatory aspects of that. 3DS and Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. And I got really frustrated with that demo. And I don't know how much... All it those did not demo hours. very well
1: during the press conference, I will tell you that.
2: Yeah, that that genuinely was IR interference, stuff like that. It, it didn't have that much of a problem when I used it, but it's just... It's just, uh, when they throw all those different weapons at you, or items, and they ask you to use them all at once, and you have this time limit of how long, you, you only have 10 minutes that you can play the demo, and then it automatically shuts up. Okay. It's just it's too much at once, and it wasn't very natural. It's weird that there's items that previously would have used the pointer functionality, where you'd actually point at the remote at the screen, Right. same things, and they removed that, because of Wii Motion Plus, they don't need to have you pointing the screen, so... You could pull up the bow and arrow and be pointing at the ground with the remote, and you just slightly move the remote around, and you'll aim the bow and arrow on the screen, which it just it's a little bit of a disconnect. It's definitely a better user experience thing in the long run, but it was just really hard to get used to.
0: Now, if they'd have integrated in the Vitality sensor, would that have changed everything? <laughs> oh! No.
2: We were looking for that too. We were ready to make fun of it, but it was E3 was apparently two Apparently,
0: your your heart beat so high, you must be sweating. Therefore, well, well, you won't that, be able to hold the bowstring.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, why was that absent? No, why? Why did the vitality? They said sensor- that
0: the E3 was not a good uh,
2: maybe for maybe that a nursing Too from. loud and crazy. Um, and so they're gonna not. have a special. And and, and I also
1: yeah them. I heard the quote um, from uh, the pantsuit lady. Julie the entertainment director from yes. County the pantsuit lady. Took a cue from her fashion sense from uh, Julie. From uh Noah Hillary Clinton. Oh yes. <laughs> uh that that the vitality sensor is more about relaxing. That's true. Yes. It's all it's about the relaxing. So yes. What I think games, I think.
2: Relax. Checking out. Relaxing.
1: Yes. Mark, your biggest disappointment. The, 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 the game that you were so hyped to see, and you finally got to see it, and you were just like, oh. Oh. <laughs> that's it. Well, it brought... It, it, your hype was brought to orgasm, Mark. And it was just <laughs> like, oh. In other words, your answer better You be prematurely good. ejaculated, essentially. Oh, oh, I'm, oh, is what oh. I'm asking
0: here. You know... I'm going to be, like, kind of honest, and it's this whole... It's kind of contradictory. No, it's extremely contradictory, what I want to say. So... Oh, I know what it is. If you were to the beginning of the show, one of my my top five game... My top number one game of the show was Tor. The Old Republic, yes. I'm also most disappointed with it. Ooh. If that's possible. I sense the conflict in you. (laughs) getting torn apart it's like altered states
1: take your lightsaber strike it down and your journey to (laughs) the (laughs) dark side will be complete
0: (laughs) um yeah so i'm i'm a little bit it's like tor was like over the top cool but i'm disappointed in a few things Hmm. Mm -hmm. it has basically what they demonstrated for us and let us um we didn't okay so we got there so Eric and I got there. Um, Eric was the first person in line to play "Tor" and got to play it twice, twice as long as anyone else, which was really because cool. Because he was kissing us. No, he was just on the spot. So Eric, uh, anything to say in your
3: defense? I'm staring, uh, staring angrily at the mic. I don't uh. give a shit. I got to play it, Noah. I got to anyway. play it. <laughs> so, so here's what
0: I'm disappointed in, and and so you have to you have to just this is like kind of... A, Place con- yourselves. You have to astral project... Place issues. yourselves. Places, everyone. Place. Smile. Smile. <laughs> Every... Okay, so, it's like, having played the, the new generation of Nexon games and then Terra, where you don't really target stuff, it's more like an action game, it's, you know, similar to, in feel to, a lot of arcade type games, where it just knows what you're targeting or figures it out. Then in Tor, you know, there's this cool... Um, You know, it's got all the cool stuff that you'd expect from a bioware game. You know, we all know all the hype. We know everything that this game's gonna have, right? I'm not gonna go through it. There really are a lot of surprises there. This game feels like wow in so many ways that I was disappointed because I thought, God damn it, can they have like broken that other barrier? They've already made it immersive. They've already added the whole cool chat thing, they've got the companions, everybody gets a starship. Why? Why couldn't the combat be more, um, you know... Freeform. Freeform and more, more like, say, Kotar? Why couldn't it be like that? But no, it's yeah. more of the traditional... Well, well no, no, it, uh, okay, less like Kotar. Make more like, yeah. uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, maybe, you know? Mm-hmm. You just wade into stuff and start wailing, and it knows what you're doing. And instead, it was just like, wow, where you target, you yeah, know... Like you, you map your abilities to your
1: 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 keys, and, yeah. and there you go. and
0: you're targeting one target. Right. And and then when they did the demo of, like, okay, they were, and that was confusing to me because, like, well, this is what PvP is going to be like. But it wasn't really PvP. It was totally PvE, but it was like a boss encounter. They were like, okay, so you're, going, you're progressing towards this goal, and at this point you come to this boss encounter, and it's, like, basically this... This big fucking thing you have to fight and you have your your trooper class is tanking and so they're drawing the aggro and then there's like some other stuff going on and then there's a Sith Warrior and your so your Jedi knight is like your off tank and he's battling the Sith Warrior and then you've got your your counselor is doing the healing and then you've got your um You described this as the Trinity. The Trinity. It's the totally the Trinity yeah. thing. And then, you know, over to the side You've got your um, your Han Solo type person DPS. doing the DPS stuff and not drawing aggro if they're lucky because the troopers doing such a good job. And you know when we had when we when they did the demo, they had four real players playing it, and they were actually like because it's it's just like a WoW encounter. It's totally scripted. They are like as the dialogue comes down, those four guys are humorously like saying exactly that dialogue. They're like you know right. repeating it. Because they've been through it so many times, and it's funny, but part of me was like, God, can't can't we like take this to another level? Because when I played *Vindictus*, that whole cobalt thing with other players joining in to fight it was like some of the, it was some of the best gameplay I've ever experienced. Okay, so let, let's, let's so I'm I'm, I'm totally fucked up, yeah. man, because yeah. I love it, yeah. but I like wish it had just that one extra element to make it just. So awesome. Let me yeah.
1: segue into my next question then for all of you. Okay, and I'll, I'll start with Eric uh, because the common theme, the, the big commonality between all three of you was that some of your favorite games that you saw were these two Nexon uh, MMOs. Yeah, that are So, so Jason, are you like, are
0: you like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? The people that brought us Maple Story yes, actually addressed yes,
1: these. Yes, exactly. Bozos? And, and so I'm kind of like, well, what the hell is going on here? So Eric, explain to me. Why games like um, the Vindictus and Dragon Nest are going to pretty much blow everything else out of the water?
3: Okay, um, I don't think they will, and I think that's that's um, that's that's not going to happen. That's just silly to think it is. Uh, I think why it's so exciting um, and why I'm so interested in it is because I'm going to play both of them. I don't have to with With Terra, with any pay to play game, um, with DC Universe Online, I have to immediately validate why I'm going to purchase it one and then also pay the sub to it. Because I'm interested in subbing right now, buying Terra, I want to buy DC Universe Online, I want to buy Tor. Um, But I know I'm going to eventually have to choose one of those. Uh, With these free-to-play titles, um, and finally bringing them to a level that they are seriously competing with me um, for for my time with paid MMOs, Um, a big relief is knowing that I'm going to be able to play Dragon Nest whenever I want. I do not have to unsub to it to then play Vindictus. Um, they are both designed in such a way that they are not like Tor, they are not like Terra, they are not like Age of Conan or WoW because they are dungeon crawlers first and foremost. Um, if you, I mean, Tor, to, to go back to what he was talking about with Tor being kind of like the same old thing, uh, I mean, I definitely think there are two ways to innovate. Um, you know, you can do it by completely changing the game or raising the bar to, to another level. Um, I think TOR is going in the latter direction. Um, I'm, I'm not tired of that combat. I've been playing since EverQuest, and, and when they do it well, it's, it is it's always going to be fun. Um, so I like that, but I think the, I'm think i so excited about these Nexon games because they are really good. Um, you no longer have to worry about uh, how is this free-to-play game nickel-and-diming me to death? Why the hell am I just grinding out shit I'm not going to worry about that with these games because the combat is so much darn fun. the world is so beautiful and I don't have to pay for it. I mean that's a big thing so, okay all right so
1: so the the free to play aspect is like one of your biggest um, compliments I guess that you could play like the quali- not only that but just the quality and the fact that you know there's so much quality there that being free to play is just like, you know, you can't creepy. believe that it's just.
3: Well, yeah. we've never seen we've never seen something like this with a free to play game. Okay, it's, right. it's raising the bar in that category.
0: Well, um, we, we've never seen anything that started as a free to play game with this level of quality. Okay, so Mark, Mark, yeah.
1: explain explain to me your your fascination with these new Nexon games.
0: Well, that's the thing is. I wasn't looking forward to anything by Nexon. Like Eric was. We had an appointment
2: with them? <laughs> yeah, he made
0: me aware of it, but I was, yeah, he was like, we have an appointment with them, we're going to meet them. And I was like, whatever, oh. dude, you know. I was like <laughs> kind of interested in Terra because I'd seen a few things about it. But Terra is right next to the Nexon stuff. And so, and then also Nexon had these bags that were like the, everybody loved the bags at, at E3 that Nexon had. They were these humongous bags. Like every bag that you got was like the size of one of those recyclable bags that you take to the grocery store that were free to get. But the nexon bags were like four times bigger and had this cool strap. And when people wore them, it looked like they had a kilt on almost. They were so huge. So So you went there to accessorize. I went there to <laughs> accessorize. No, actually it was just I was near I was checking out Terra. I checked out Terra on day one. So I was really excited about that one. Or not excited, but I was interested. And and it didn't it didn't let me down. It was cool. It's beautiful. The art direction's awesome. The all that stuff is good. But next to him is Nexon and I kept seeing like Vindictus and I was like, What is that? That looks like Age of Conan as it should have been, you know, to me. And I and you play it and it just feels so damn natural and good to play it. And it's the same it, it's the same with all of their the three things that they presented, it was like Dragon Nest and and Dungeon Fighter Online and that one, they all just feel good to mm-hmm. play. They're natural. There's nothing wrong with them. And it, it just...
2: It's shocking Korean animals. Yeah, <laughs> with a Western theme.
3: Well, now i got a question for you, Mark. Okay, because you mentioned, like, Tor was kind of a disappointment. And it's it's because of the gameplay that it's too traditional and stuff like that.
0: Well, well, yeah. It was like at part parts of it I thought were really awesome, like over the top good, and parts of it I just I just wish they would have taken that that combat facet to the same level as these other companies mm-hmm. have managed. It, it seems like it has moved on, right? Yeah it, yeah, it has moved on, and they're not there. They're so they're
3: yeah, and so so would you then try, kind of rescind that? you know top top 5 list uh, and kind of add on Terra because from what we've heard of Terra and what we experienced and saw it looks like that's the ex- the exact thing that you want in that the whole world is wow um, it's they are making from the the ground up a western focused MMO that has PvE as its centerpiece it has battlegrounds it has dueling um, you have mounts. They even have like points that you get onto griffins, but they're 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 Pegas- uh, Pegasi or you know whatever the plural of that is. Um, but the only thing that's Pegasus- changed is is the <laughs> Yeah, the only thing that's changed is that's the combat system. So it, are you more excited about that than tour?
0: No, uh, it's like the list I gave for the top five games of show are st- are Star Wars, Tour, DC Universe, Vindictus, Dragon Nest, Rock Band Three. Number six would have probably been Terra. Uh, it might also have been um, Marvel versus Capcom. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but I I would say Terra has some great stuff, but the Nexon stuff just eclipsed it mm-hmm. to me. I'll, I actually want to play Dragon Nest for some perverted reason, <laughs> yeah, and and I don't know why. I just like I it's hate fun. the whole anime thing, but I fucking love the way that game plays. It's like mm-hmm. It's it's awesome. It's so much more accessible. Yeah. Immediately accessible. Immediately it, it it's accessible. It grabs you. Everything that all the controls are totally like logical. Um, you know, if you're used to the the button the the number buttons for spells, it's got that. But it does it so well, like so. Like we talk about polish, right? These games are so polished. It's it's mind-boggling. No same question.
1: What, what are what is what is it about these Nexon games that just <laughs> you know got you so hyped? Because all three of you put them on your top five lists, and we yeah.
2: never
0: would have expected this. Never, yeah, never would have in a thousand years.
2: I remember when I passed by the Vindictus uh, kiosk, and I'm like, you know, whatever. I'm like, oh wait, this is something that I, I think you guys had started the Nexon, or right, like, the Terra interview, and I'd missed it. And so I played Terror for a little bit, and then I died. <laughs> and then I was walking past, I'm like, oh, I think this is the other booth that they're gonna have an appointment with. Maybe I missed this. And like, oh, here's this Vindictus thing. I'm like, oh, this looks dumb. <laughs> like, this is a character selection screen. And then I just started playing it, and I got totally engaged in it. And I was actually pumped about it. I was like, yeah, this is cool. Oh, fuck and it just, yeah! It was suddenly fun. It took me a second to get used to the controls because they weren't totally. Exactly the same as they are. But once I knew what I was doing, and it just looked so good, even though somebody who was with me was playing the abandoned, I went and I played all the way through and I killed that red wolf man thing
0: by myself. He's not a kobold; he's something else. I can't. Something I wish else. I could he's remember what he is. Wolf.
2: It's some common fantasy.
0: Yeah. It's not a kobold, but.
2: But yeah, like Mark said, I'm leery of finding out how they're going to nickel and dime for it. What are they going to charge us for? I'm not really sure. But I know that I cannot wait for those games to come out. Or so with the Dungeon Fighter. I didn't get a chance to write Dungeon Fighter, so I'll you know, I'll judge that once I play it. If it's as accessible and fun as those other ones, then yeah.
0: It totally is in a different way. Yeah, those
2: are games that I just got into I was like, Yeah, this is fun, I'm having a good time. It wasn't like, okay, I'm going through the motions, I'm gonna keep playing until the demo's over, or maybe I'll just walk off because I'm bored.
0: Because I I've tried Maple Story and I've tried like Silk Road and stuff and those games just fucking well, you remember when we got
2: really excited about those trailers? Uh, it was the continent of the ninth and
0: yeah, something else?
2: They were they looked really action, yeah, and that's what these are. They're MMOs that are really action, and they have immediate gratification.
3: And that's the thing and that they still, mentioned that, that's the thing they mentioned at the press, uh, the press event for Nexon. Um, that this is this is already well established over in the, the eastern side of things, like this is what they're doing, we're behind. They have tons of games that are all action-based, and they're they've abandoned the other stuff.
0: Yeah, our presenter was this, was the Western um, regional sales guy, you know, but he's like you know a senior executive. I can't remember his exact title. Mm-hmm. An Asian guy who was badly hungover. <laughs> and, and he was, so like, he was like,
1: I'm into this
0: potty He's like, he's like, you want to talk about the like number one uh, online game in the world? Well, we've got it. We set the record, and right. we're like, and, you know, my jaw just dropped. I'm like, what? And he's like, he lists like the subscription rate for Dungeon Fighter Online worldwide, and it's I, what do you guys know the number? I can't it's remember. Two hundred million. Two hundred million subscribers. And then he's like, we have the record for concurrent players online, 2.2 million. Huh. Okay, Eve Online, yeah, you okay, just yeah. got owned. You got well, served.
1: But they're like a different kind of game. I mean,
0: you have well, to you know, sort of.
1: I mean, and, you know, Dungeon Futter Online, it's also a different kind of game as well.
2: It is. But getting back to the tour question, quote unquote, I, I think the only thing that Older Republic has going for me at this point, and the only reason why it would have been on the list for me, is because it's Star Wars.
1: Oh yeah, no doubt about that. That's why. I oh, it's sure done do well. That. The I mean, thing is, do
3: you did you guys like Tor? Did you? I mean, Kotor. Do you guys? Do you guys like Kotor? Oh, I yeah. love Kotor.
0: Nice but, the I, public I, I have standard, I have Kotor for both the Xbox and for the PC, like one and two. I because, I love that game.
3: Yeah, and the thing is, uh, the question I want to ask them because it's real easy to look at it. It's it's an MMO, and it's super traditional. We're gonna think a while. WoW, we're gonna think of. The thing that we've been doing for years already, but the big thing is, if you think about the gameplay of Kotor, Kotor was turn-based WoW stuff. You you got icons, you clicked on them, you right. queue them up, and stuff like that. I mean, do you want another Kotor? Because this this plays like a refined Kotor battle system, also. So it is a lot like WoW. And you know, I'm I, I think I'm confrontational. I I don't know I don't know why I'm getting. I just know I'm going to be playing this game. And I know that it's the same old stuff, but we're going to have that huge amount of story. It's going to, it's going
1: to. Well, you know that there's going to be quality there too. I mean yeah. It's not going to be
0: like unpolished.
1: Oh, it's so high quality. You know, even, it's gonna, no, a, it's going to be high quality. No, I'm quality not going to, I'm not going to lie.
0: There were issues with well, Eric and I played. Right. There yeah, were yeah, yeah. there were definite issues. There was lag, even though it was all local. Yeah. There but, were, I mean that that stuff's going to be fixed by the time yeah. that thing launches. Yeah. It will be. It will be. Yeah there's no, no, no
1: doubt, yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah, there's no doubt. There you be some like with hot the, polish going on there.
3: With the Inquisitor, did you did you lightsaber? Uh, did you fight another person with a lightsaber? Did I did I what? Did you fight another person with a lightsaber?
0: Yeah, totally.
3: Okay, okay. So I mean, this is an example of the kind of stuff that I think is going to add up to make it like a very unique experience overall. Is that when you fight people with lightsabers, they're not joking when they say that. Those two people are locked in combat, and their animations sync, and it really—you no longer get that weird disjointed feeling when you're playing WoW or you're playing other things. It's and funny you're just you say that because when I watched the action,
2: the combat trailer from what was it uh-huh. a couple months ago, it was exactly what you're describing me. It was the total. So I've clicked a button. Here goes the canned animation. I did not see yeah, yeah. the connections that you're and talking
3: about. Oh no, and that's the that's the thing, um, that I wonder. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be able to do it with everything, but it's only when you're fighting melee characters. If you're fighting a monster, if you're fighting other things. Um, but what what really brought me into the game a little bit more was, and I'm not saying this is going to be for all of them, but, but when I fought another lightsaber-wielding person, it was absolutely nuts to have these people sync together like that. I don't know how they're going to deal with the other things, and I agree that like if I'm lightsabering a rabbit or a boar or whatever <laughs> space space monkey that i'm attacking and killing to get 12 pieces of his nut or something i don't know um it looked the same yeah i'm smack smacking the person but i, I think there are going to be many moments that i'm going to be caught off guard because you know it's the quality of it sinking of the animations so i don't know I, I guess i'm hoping for too much i don't know
1: Okay, cool. Let's take a quick break before I answer my next set of questions.
2: All right, sounds good.
1: <laughs> Okay, final thoughts. Final thoughts. What was the most besides the whole Nexon thing, where where you all jizzed your pants over Nexon's MMO offerings? What was the most surprising thing to you about what you saw at E3 this year?
0: Mark, mm. you first. Mark. So, uh, I'll be pretty honest. I my the the like inner gamer in me had like burned down to just a smoldering ember. Before I left. I was, you were you
1: were like crushed. You were I was like feeling this.
0: the crush of having two small children and work, a mm-hmm. very demanding job. And I just you know, like even just doing this podcast was difficult for me. Obviously. You right. all know my my track record recently on getting podcasts engineered and out and stuff and well, I don't know. I mean you had like a flurry yeah that was there. after we got there right so what happened was like day one of the convention i was still like man this is a mistake i should be at work i should be at home i should be doing my nine five thing blah 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 because blah. we weren't really there we were, you know except for noah got to go to the fucking activision party god damn it that's right but that's um well so. oh, wait a minute i i i never heard about this oh well we'll what? cover that later but I was stuck in the hotel room until I decided to go rent a car so I could do whatever, mm. you know, pick up hookers and Strip whatever. clubs. Strip clubs and hookers. Get <laughs> some blue. Yeah, you know, it was great. Explore but, the wonderful area yeah. of South Compton. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I mean, really, we've been doing Channel Massive for, what, like three years, something like that? I mean, two and Almost. a half? Yeah. Um, I was, like, at the end of my rope. Mm. I mean, I need, this was, like, my trip to Mecca. You know what I mean? It's like, I... I, on day one, when we finally got to go in and it was noon or whatever, and uh, the magic curtains opened and we got to go in, it was like, bam, just like my inner gamer is alive and well now and, and is like <laughs> battling for control of, or supremacy in, in, in what is Mark, you know? Right. It's like totally got everything going again. My love for the podcast, my love for what we're trying to do, it just, it just rekindled a whole lot of fires, and it was great. You know, and then day two was even better, and day three was even better than day two. And you know, I was like at, at like six o'clock on day three. I was like, no, it can't be over. It's not over. It's, no, no, no. Don't tell me it's over. Why? Why are you pushing me out into the media area? What? What happened? You know, it was just like it was awesome. I loved it. I, I wish so, I had so gone sooner. So you
1: would you would describe your E three experience as I um, re a re. Invigorization. It's yeah. Also, We're getting three nights, of,
0: yes. three nights of sleep was pretty cool too. Oh yes. So. <laughs> yes,
1: where you didn't have to wake up in the middle of the night. Dad, and like,
0: I need you. I've just peed myself. <laughs> Help me. Or dad, yes. I, no, no I, no, I can't even talk. Uh, that's
1: yet. great, <laughs> yeah. And and, I'll, and I'll, I'll come right out and say it. The reason why I kind of decided to return to do the Daily Show and. Come back on a more regular basis. Um, well, I'm not sure how regular, but you know, I'll, I'll be co hosting more often. Yeah. Now on the weekly show as well. Um, but I, you know, and we talked about this at the, the party the other night. Party, with, um, of which we will not speak. Yes, yeah, so which we will not speak <laughs> of. Where, yeah, we both kind of felt the same thing where we, you know, we, we were reinvigorated. We, we just had this. Need to
0: talk about talk about
1: stuff. Yeah,
0: you know that's why and, we started Channel Massive was Jason, me, and Noah talked about gaming all the time, and we yes. like, if we're going to talk about this, maybe we should just record it and make it available for others. And so we did. And <laughs> and and over the years, some of that passion, you know, to, you know,
1: we can list a variety of reasons why, you know, we decided to either cut back or. Yeah. or not felt as excited about doing the show you know as we did when we first started this thing and you know when when e3 came around I was stuck at home I was you know listening to you guys um, watching all the photos come across Twitter and and things like that, and I'm, like, text messaging you guys, and I'm like, fuck, man, this is, like, pissing me off. I want to I be there. <laughs> oh, man. And, and it just frustrated me to no end. I was, I was just infernally jealous the entire time that you guys, you guys <laughs> were down there.
0: Yeah, and I was just, like, haunted by the fact that I wasn't doing a good enough job covering stuff. You know, when you have, like, the pros from GameStop or, um...
1: Yeah, spot, they've got
0: so many coming reviews. through with their cameras they're like the these one-man like reporting units you know yeah. they're like I don't know that they're fully human but you know they're, <laughs> they're those guys crows, are running around man. all these all these people with big expensive video camera rigs and everybody's you know and they've got their own reporter and stuff right and you feel so inadequate but then you're just like you know what I'm gonna at least like do my my live micro blogging and, and report stuff that I think is interesting. And then I'm going to do a nightly podcast and I'm going to get that out there. And I'm, I'm just going to talk about what's cool to me and stay true to, you know, what we've always, what our kind of our, our core tenants are. And it's like, I don't have any regrets. I just know that like next time I could do it so much better. And then the time after that, I could do it even better. And then, and then I think I can do all this stuff to make the podcast better And, you know, it's like, it's exciting. It's like, it's so different from must just preserve what we have, (laughs) not not lose another listener due to death or, you know, senior citizen status. In summary, summary,
1: Mark's experience was that of the phoenix being reborn. Yeah.
0: Rising from the ashes. Yeah, it's like, it was great. I mean, I'm totally so happy that I went in retrospect, even though on day one not day one, but like the day we got there Monday, I was like, this was a big mistake I shouldn't have done this, I should be at work Eric, how about you? What was like the... Oh it was great to finally meet Eric
1: ah, I have to just say, that was like, that was another thing that was
0: a super highlight,
1: was to meet Eric, you may not believe this, but I was jealous of the fact that Mark and Noah actually got to meet you in person that was uh, my, in fact, that was my first question to Mark was what's Eric really like? <laughs> <gasps> really above above everything yeah. else. Above everything else, that was my first question.
3: And and what was your what was your answer, Mark? He's, like, he's kind of like a... Do you, really want, do you really want him to be
1: honest about that? I was like,
0: yeah, <laughs> like Mario Van Peebles in Highlander 3, but
3: with a sense of humor and a lot of gaming knowledge. Okay. Now, Jason, it's, what did he really say?
1: Actually, yeah, that's actually <laughs> what he really told me. Oh, damn.
0: And I said he's just a great guy and I had a lot of fun. And those um, those podcasts we did each night, man, I had a great time with you, and, and I hope you did too, Yeah. That was a real high point. Was
3: yeah, you know, taking yeah.
0: it all in and, and you know so
3: so I my thing was that uh, I'm just a really big fan of the podcast, right? And then you guys made the huge mistake of saying, "Hey, you want to want to help out?"
0: Yeah, I know. And, and, what and were we, not we thinking? Be,
3: yeah, <laughs> no, you guys kind of fucked up because you didn't. That's why answer. meritocracies <laughs> suck. <laughs> <laughs> can he edit podcasts, or can he write things, or what the hell, what, what can he do, because I don't really know, and that's the big thing I've been trying to figure out, like, the stuff that I, I try to put on the site, and the stuff I tried to take over Twitter, even though Jason now, all of a sudden, I don't even want to get into it, but I guess he's bad. Dude, I
0: don't even... Don't be a hater. Don't be no, a hater.
3: I'm not, I'm not hating. I'm just saying. You put a little. You put a little J before your thing, and then you get a bunch of condo. I'm gonna put a little E. That's what I'm gonna do. E in front of all my stuff, <laughs> and we'll see if I'm hip enough that's, to get.
1: That's the thing, life. man. Abbreviate
0: secret. <laughs> Eric, you know, oh. I hate to tell you this, but Jason's middle name is Eric. It is true. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Really?
3: Well, nonetheless, I'm just joking about that kind of stuff. Okay. I'm a really, I'm a really big fan. I wanted to meet you guys, talk to you, figure out who the heck you guys really are, because the only time that we sit and talk are before and after podcasts, you know. And then when we're playing games, it's all about playing games and stuff. So to be able to sit down and and talk and figure except out except for me
1: because I don't play games with you, do I, Eric?
3: No, you don't. I mean, Eric,
0: Eric, Eric says I no longer uh, because we've been talking since 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 we went to E three. I no longer look like who I really look like, but I'm back to his former mental image of who I look like. Right. I'm like happy yeah. with that. Uh,
3: happy. No, the big the big thing is like um, I I don't know what I was gonna say. Thanks for interrupting me, asses. Hey, four plus four It was, to it me. was, it was gonna be nice, but no. Oh yeah, yeah. That was uh, Mark and I sat down. And we, we were eating pizza and I got to find out all about you three guys as people. And that's really important to me because I'm trying to help out. And I think E3 really made me feel good about recording podcasts with you guys. I'm jealous. And I think that, you know, this, this Skype thing, it, it doesn't properly help me get my point across sometimes. And I, I was unsure if I was really even good for the podcast. Like, what the hell am I doing? You're you not. Know, those, but those, it's yeah, all yeah. good. Appreciate it, jerk face. <laughs> <laughs> but, but those E3 podcasts were my favorite. Like, I just loved I loved being able to, when I wanted to, you know, take over a conversation and talk about the points and lead it where I want it to go without figure having awkward silence that you had to cut out later. Um, so I really like that. And then also, actually feeling useful. Like, I interviewed the fuck out of people. Uh, and figuring out how to talk to people, how to get questions, interesting, hopefully, hopefully interesting inter- uh, interviews for people to listen to, I felt really kind of useful for the first time. And, and Jason, you looked exactly like you sound. Exactly. Yeah, actually,
0: your interviews were awesome, man, and 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 I hope you liked the. I tried to give you props for um, the third uh, mini cast, which we I recorded post t 3 because just Mm -hmm. I mean we had to get on planes and get home, but like you were like amazing. Your coverage of that floor or those floors between the two halls. How many interviews you got on the third day, and still got to be the first in line to play tour? It was amazing, dude. That was pretty awesome.
1: All right, enough stroking of each other's opinions here. Let's uh, <laughs> let's, let's ask Noah. What was your most surprising revelation? I feel like I, I should
2: have some touchy feeling answer, but I know don't. because they, because they both
0: did. They both well, had like Noah's a cold hard bitch. So, <laughs> you know,
2: he's a cold hard
1: snake.
0: He's been telling lies. So
2: call Abdul. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, I did enjoy seeing Eric, but the thing that surprised me the most was how effective the 3DS was, that you can get 3D visuals that look really good. They have uh, good graphics, high contrast, good textures and everything like that. And they don't burn your children's eyes off? Yeah, they don't. <laughs> And there's no glasses. there's no tinted piece of plastic in between you and the experience and it's just really impressive and that you can dynamically control it just how uh, intense or how non-existent the 3ds is. It's the 3D effect. really cool.
0: But didn't you like break it <laughs> <laughs> Sliding switch, which I've done
2: mark style. <laughs> no, like, you'll never get to use my 3DS. <laughs>
0: yeah. They were apparently, like they were handmade like Porsches, and Noah's will never be the same. I, I also wanted to ask, uh, you know,
1: Nintendo did the whole Oprah thing where they handed out 360s to...
0: Well, Microsoft.
3: And, and Microsoft. Nintendo? Why would they I'm Sorry.
1: Microsoft handed out free 360s to Maybe everybody who yeah. attended the Microsoft press conference. Uh, so another question I had to, to Noah... Was, did you get a free vitality
2: sensor? <laughs> I tell you uh, what, I was hoping out. when all those women were coming out with the 3DS and like, three free 3DSs for everyone. <laughs> nope, didn't, didn't happen. Have, no vitality sensor either. Not even Cami Dunaway during the press <laughs> conference. It was just a, a disappointment on <laughs> all accounts. No, no free
3: pantsuits. <laughs> why would you want, yeah, why would you want a free Cami Dunaway?
2: <laughs> we like Cami Dunaway over at Dojo Shogo and Nintendo Dojo.
1: We were wondering where she was. She wasn't present at all. I think it was because of the disaster of last year's E3 is why they kept her under wraps. No, she
2: was a disaster two years ago. Last year, she was all hardcore, very straight, no funny jokes, no stories, nothing. And then she wasn't there at all this year. Yeah. No Cami.
1: Sad. <laughs> she doesn't look anything like Cammy from Street Fighter, does no, she?
2: No, she doesn't. I was actually thinking of that Cammy when yeah, I said that.
0: Yeah, I know. That would be hot. That would be hot. Speaking of that, <coughs> whoa, whoa, I gotta slow down on the cigarettes. <laughs> I'm Samuel Anderson, and I just fell off my roof. Um, I have a question before you continue with yours.
3: No, what this was is my, my inquisition?
0: What was your favorite? Not yours. What was your favorite booth, babe? Noah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm, all the choices. I think the Red Riding Hood one that Eric took a photo. Mm. Cause that chick from the the APB or agency chick, she was there last year. Mm. Catwoman chick she cat. was really convincing me. Red Riding Hood chick. Thumbs
0: up. Gotcha <laughs> <Catch you> going. <laughs> what about you, Eric?
3: Um, I am not usually into that stuff. So what I was most you surprised. Wow. About,
0: <laughs> you only listen. took like three hundred pictures. No,
3: but listen, that's the thing about it. I did that for the community.
0: Oh, thank you. That of was course a, you did. That uh, was no, such, such a
1: sacrifice. A, and,
3: and yes, and we
1: appreciate that sacrifice, by the way.
3: Yeah, 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 no, I just wanted to say that just in case my girlfriend's listening. Uh, <laughs> so, I'd have to say it was a tie between the zombie guy.
0: Right. That
3: was funny. And um, the, what is it, the the gamer guru girl, the Game, gamer grub girl gamer grub yeah because she was just that it wasn't that it was particularly hot it was just so weird
0: she was from another planet like her.
3: it wasn't that she was really attractive it's that her boobs were so fake that she had <laughs> she <laughs> she had hard nipples the entire time yeah they were that and, fake like, so you just you just looked at him you're like Damn. That's what is that? That's not natural. So yeah, so she's just she threw me off, and I took her coupon. I couldn't
0: even refuse. There, there's an update. Gamer Grub is offering a whole bunch of new variations on their snacks. Just
2: that uh, <laughs> them The first one was so matter of fact about. Yeah. We have successfully launched five new flavors. Blah 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 blah.
0: Enjoy.
3: And these well, are just like these are just like Dorito chip things, right? They all look gross. They're like Marzipan
0: moon years Mine was Cat Girl, and and you couldn't capture it with a picture, but in real life, man, she was like working it. I was like she was she she was she was working it and working yeah. it on the catwalk. Oh yeah, she
2: was giving everybody love.
0: Yeah, I was Didn't just matter like who they were. Like man, you are shameless. She was too sexy for her and, whip and fit the. That costume pretty damn well. Mm-hmm. Well, the
3: big thing is she had like the voice for it too. Yeah, she, she was talking. You're like, hey, that's Catwoman.
0: She should have been cast for that shit. But yeah. anyway, I was just back back to the Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing else, gentlemen.
2: Oh,
0: oh, come on, there must be something. No, no, I, I, I do not. You want to know about the bed bugs or the hotel? Or no, <laughs> I don't want to know about your hotel in, in Compton. No. Okay, that okay. was Noah's choice. He's he's a seasoned veteran. Stop saying that
2: bullshit. I sent you guys a spreadsheet. <laughs> <He's>, he did <laughs> lots of choices.
0: We we all had lots of choices. Eric and I both saw this and most chose scenic possible. We did choose poorly. Boy. We did choose poorly. Next next time.
3: Yeah, and there will be a next time. I'm let's, going
0: next year. Let's go straight for Compton.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, on the borders. Yeah, of yeah, we're just gonna go right across the border. Yeah,
0: I know. I don't think that or Tijuana. One of the two. <laughs> I just, I just didn't feel unsafe enough at night. So. If I awesome. can take in a donkey show before I go to bed every night, I'll probably uh, sleep dude. all the better. So. All right, let's just stop right there. And by donkey, I mean a petting zoo. Okay. (laughs) Most innocent of things possible. (laughs) I think that's going to wrap it up for today's show. It better.
1: It should.
2: Tell us where they can contact us, Noah. Listeners, we'd love to hear what you thought of this quality episode. Send your feedback (laughs) in to mail. M-A-I-F. Mail. At com. You can also leave a tweet at twitter.com slash... Channel Massive, and you can decide if you want to leave that to Jason
1: or Eric. Well, it just depends on during our daily show, if you, if you want to contact me during my daily show.
2: He says seductively.
1: You can, yeah. always, you can always do that. Just relax. Just relax. Tell call on, you call Yeah, just make I, sure to uh,
3: hashtag, just put put a little hashtag, daily rambling nonsense. do will know. <laughs> know. Exactly.
2: We must not forget Mark's two-minute plea from earlier iTunes reviews.
0: Yeah, please review us on iTunes positively. If it's negative, just go ahead and take it out on Virgin Worlds. <laughs> just cheat. Or the instance. Whatever you feel like. Surprising. Unleash your wrath on somebody else. But if you feel positive, go ahead and post it. About
2: <laughs> Thank you for listening to the show. We will be back soon.
3: Like a big bear sitting on my neck, I can feel your
0: manhood talking dumb. Up
1: next on
3: KTL Records, Eric Redman
1: sings all of your favorite hits.
3: About Tidman. About Tidman. (laughs) You're sweaty. And you kind of smell, but it- I can't feel you.
0: Okay, let's really seriously do the dispute.
3: is a one man. He says too many people I wanna find him, and I did. Small apple pie for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Walking down the street, feeling my heavy hands on the holding (laughs) tight.
2: Reaching new levels of professionalism, Channel Massive!
0: Hi, my name is Mark. (coughs) You may know me as a regular podcaster for Channel Massive, your (laughs) weekly gaming news. Tonight, I would like to make a desperate plea for you to perhaps go to our iTunes area on <laughs> iTunes and leave us a review that doesn't suck like the last two <laughs> because the last two are extremely negative and make me want to cry. They're whiners. Yeah. What are they whining about? I haven't even read them. They're all one.
2: like nuts so massive. Yeah. They only talk about games they don't like. They talk about handheld
0: games. That's the <laughs> best part. Like okay, fucker. Why don't you, like, listen to the actual podcast before you... So is this, like, you-
2: like, encourage our listeners to leave angry
0: reviews? About yeah, the probably. Yeah. These guys suck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. You guys have clearly declined since Jim left the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, oh, it's just... Anyway.
1: Wouldn't that be funny if they were all, all those were, like, Jim? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is how I will leave my, my mark on it. <laughs> Well... Can we actually re-record that? (laughs) I'll do it slightly more professionally. Why? (laughs) Because that was horrible. Because
3: we're all about professional. I've already done it ten times, but I'm going to play through Final Fantasy 1 through 13 again. (laughs) I'm going to get a thousand achievement points for each. Uh, None of the other ones had them, but I've created my own.
0: Alright. Shall we do the intro?
3: As long as you can hear me. Yeah. Can you hear this?
0: Yeah.
2: Don't do that again.
3: I'm not going to do it again. Or you will get (laughs) hugged by Tidman. Uh, It's not
0: that far away. (laughs) away.
3: I'm already (laughs) hugging him.
0: He's in the hallway now. (laughs)
3: Oh, yeah, that's what (laughs) we call it. The old hot dog down the hallway.
0: We just were wondering why the other bed was constantly made in your room. But anyway I <laughs> don't know if you realized it was even
3: there <laughs> he's, um. got this, he's got this crazy ass French maid Like fantasy so I always have to dress up And make that fucking bed <laughs> Sucks dude All And right. I do too
2: Glad you're accommodating
3: okay. Yeah whatever I'll just go with it We
0: a new recording so I don't yeah. Have to listen to that again <laughs>
3: <laughs> Give me a break Mark